Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 637 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. And real quick, today I'd like to tell you about today's sponsor, which is designcrowd.com. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com. Designcrowd.com helps entrepreneurs and small businesses outsource or what's called crowdsource custom graphic, logo, and web design from designers all around the world. Designcrowd has more than a half a million designers from over 100 countries ready to help you with any creative and design projects you might have. So check out designcrowd.com to learn more and get started at designcrowd.com slash askpat for a special VIP offer just for our listeners. Again, that's designcrowd.com slash askpat. And we have a podcasting-related question today from Anita, so why don't we just jump right in? Here we go. Hi, Pat. My name is Anita, and I have a blog that is about genealogy. It's called Gene- simplyspeakinggenealogy.com. I am starting a podcast and watched your video on Lipson hosting. So my question is, how do I keep my files on Lipson but host on my domain name? Thanks. Hey, Anita, thanks for your question. You know, this reminds me of when I first started podcasting because I remember how confusing it was. And just a fun fact for all of you, I had actually made an announcement on my blog in December of 2008 that I was going to start a podcast. I bought all this equipment, was ready to get everything set up. And then once I started to set it up and get into the technical aspect of it, I found it to be very confusing, quite difficult. And I didn't come out with my first episode until a year and a half later in July of 2010. Uh, also, it took me a little bit of time just to uh, get over the fear of putting myself out there. And man, I just wish I had started sooner and gotten connected with people who could help me figure out the technical stuff along the way. And now, of course, since then, I've learned a lot. I've shared a lot of information on podcastingtutorial.com, which is my free podcasting tutorial for all of you out there who want to start. It's helped thousands of people start their podcast. It'll walk you technically how this is all set up. And so this question specifically, Anita, on, well, how do you keep files on Libsyn that host on your own domain? Well, Libsyn is simply the server. So that's where you store all of your files because you want your files, which are the audio files, to be stored away from your site because it takes up a lot of bandwidth. And you want these servers that specialize in serving media like audio and video to house all your files. They just simply get played on your website. So your website with whatever player that you have, whether it's uh, you know the default player from Libsyn or the one from PowerPress that you might be using, or even if you upgrade to a higher quality one like the one that I have uh, called Smart Podcast Player at smartpodcastplayer.com, those players, when you press play, they request that MP3 file from Libsyn. And Libsyn then sort of through the interwebs, delivers it and shows it on the website. So it's not ever anything that is on your website. So they're not hosted on your website, which is which is the point. And that just makes the whole experience for the listeners much better. And also, it makes sure that everything else that you have going on on your website, when people and traffic come to your website and they're exploring around, uh, that you know, you're not slowing down your website. And so that's why it's really important to have something like Libsyn. There's also other great hosts out there too. Uh, there's SoundCloud uh, as well, which I've had experience with. Um, I'm also getting very involved with Buzzsprout. So check that out, buzzsprout.com. And Libsyn or Buzzsprout uh, or even your own website through tools like PowerPress, they're going to give you your feed. And your feed is what you actually, it's, it's like a 
long URL that is the address that pulls your entire library of episodes. And that feed is something that gets updated when you publish a new podcast or a blog post that has a podcast episode in it. And that feed is what you actually give to iTunes or Stitcher or other directories. And so what's cool about podcasting is that even though it's technically a little bit crazy to set up, and yes, this might be over a few people's heads what they've heard already on this particular episode of AskPat. That's why I created podcastingtutorial.com. So go there, podcastingtutorial.com. It again walks you through step-by-step. We're just talking about one little step here. But the cool thing is once you have it all set up, it's, it's really easy because everything just happens automatically after that. You just publish an episode on your site and everything kind of happens in the background because you've set it up beforehand. So all those MP3 files that you have for your episodes, once they're all edited, they get uploaded to your host like Libsyn or Sound. Uh, cloud or buzzsprout like i said but then itunes since they already have that feed that you've used to show them that that's where your show comes from uh when a new episode goes up then it automatically gets updated in those directories i thought that i had to upload a new mp3 file to itunes every time a new episode came out and then also to stitcher and any other directories where i wanted it to be no but that's the power of podcasting it's this feed that people subscribe to and when you come out with a new episode it gets pushed out to them and that's really cool so don't worry about having your files hosted on your website they are hosted in these media hosts and your website simply just talks to those hosts and pulls and serves those files to your audience who's there so anita hope that answers your question uh, I was a little bit worried about this because I know that the more I talk about these technical things, the more confusing it is for for people. So hopefully I've just nailed it down for you. And if you have any other questions about it, you or anybody else out there listening, just again, head on over to podcastingtutorial.com. It's been viewed by hundreds of thousands of people. It's the number one tutorial for starting your podcast. Completely free, no emails required, none of that stuff. And that's where I would recommend all of you go today to start your show. So podcastingtutorial.com. Anita, thanks again for your question. I appreciate it and you and everybody else out there who's asking questions. If you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. And uh, thanks again. Now, as always, I love to end with a quote. And today's quote comes from Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, and by the way, Anita, we're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt, of course. I'm not sure if I mentioned that already, but you're going to get one. Jessica, my assistant, will reach out to you very soon. Okay, now here's that quote of the day from Eleanor Roosevelt. She's been featured here a couple times on the show. Remember, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Man, that's super powerful. Take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat.